0: Okay, folks, welcome to uh, episode number 64 of the Off-Center Archers. I'm Anthony. And this is Stephanie. And this is going to be part two of the videos we've pretty much gone through for the ATA show of 2019. And you're going to find a lot of varying opinions on this
1: one. Yeah, we went over some of the other videos because some of the, the vendors that were there or or some of the people that were there as far as like media that do a lot of the videos and testing and whatnot, they they do all of their rounds during ATA, and then put out a lot more after it was all said and done. So, as everything was going on for the weekend, they didn't necessarily have all the videos of their their thoughts on certain things as it was still going on.
0: Yeah, well, especially Lancaster. Lancaster sends, tends to put out all of their videos post-event, Yeah, not during You got um,
1: them. Uh, bowhunting.com also does a lot after. Yeah, a lot of And then of you archery have talk. Archery Talk does mm-hmm. another one. And I have to say, you know, and it's actually kind of nice to hear that there's a lot of varying opinions right, about some of the products.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, it's going to show different stuff for different people is what it's going to show.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, everything that comes out on the market, not everyone is going to like the same shit. And Mm -hmm. that's fine. I mean, there's different... Different strokes for different folks. Yeah, uh, as
0: corny <laughs> as a saying saying, it's, it's so, so true.
1: You know, so just because one individual doesn't like a certain company doesn't mean that it's a necessarily not a good one. It just means that, okay, there's a company out there that's suited for more for them, and then there's another one that's suited more for someone else. Yeah, exactly. So we we're looking through Archery Talk, and he does his, which is actually kind of nice, he does his top five bows, his top five broadheads, top top five five products products. and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So he kind of breaks it down at the end of what he's going over. Now, with the bows, when you watch his stuff, you have to pay attention because it's actually, he doesn't include the bows that he has long term testing so
0: yeah he, he's he's a well-known reviewer of all the bows and whatnot so and all these companies equipment. just ship him a ton of shit yeah so
1: and he tries over like a, a time of a couple months yeah. not a couple months but some mm-hmm. it's like a couple weeks or or whatnot so he,
0: he he actually says in one of his review videos he that like per bow he will spend like a month With every single bow, shooting that bow, tuning that bow, blah, 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 blah.
1: Because you can't necessarily shoot a bow a couple times and say, oh, okay, well, I know this one over this one or whatever. Mm
0: -hmm. absolutely agree.
1: So I know his top five. Mission was in there? Yes. Because he he said for the the price point, well, he didn't include the Matthews Tactics. Wait, wait, which one did he say he had? uh,
0: The, uh, The Versa. No. the verdicts. verdicts he didn't include the verdicts because he already has that bow
1: so the verdicts he's actually testing long term right which
0: which is what he normally does with all the flagship bows the flagships yeah. get like his general like a super attention
1: yeah so i know we'll probably be seeing a review from him about that bow more in depth probably like within a month or so
0: probably yeah probably a month like two months like that yeah
1: which i'm actually interested in seeing because everything on that bow it's more of a my size bow.
0: Well, I mean, between that and the tactic are the two you've been, because you've been on pretty much a, you know, oh, what if, oh yeah Matthews go to kick. Matthews. Yeah, I've heard
1: been, nothing but good things about Matthews, except for like a 1%. Right. That Matthews has been doing a really good job. And I mean, the, the price, you can't, between them and Bear, they've come out this year.
0: No, no, no. The, the tactic is the one that's in the Bears' price.
1: That's what I'm it's saying is that more. they've come out with options this mm-hmm. year that have a price point that's not in the, you know, the, the four digit
0: right, range
1: right, right, right. and that are actually they, they have some really good specs on them.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, is what I'm saying. The, the tactic is like uh, 335 IBO and it lists for 840 or no, 840, 850 is what it lists for. Right. or Manufacturer suggested price, whatever it is. Um and then the other one obviously since you mentioned the bear is the Divergent which retails for eight hundred.
1: Yeah. So but you know, I would like to because I know Saluda River's getting in some Matthews, because they're a dealer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know um he'll probably be getting some of those in. So I would like to, you know, I had to say this right off the bat. I always feel weird when you're like, I hey, want you to go try it out. I feel weird. It's like going to a car dealer. And you know you're not gonna be buying anything that day, but you're like, let me just test drive some stuff. Oh yeah. And the the person selling to you thinks that you know maybe you might, mm-hmm. but if I don't have the money right then and there to to buy it, like at that very well, right I- point, I feel weird about testing it because I don't know.
0: Well, like when I went to the range Saturday, I had the the conversation with Kevin about that. You know, he 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 jokes with me because he he knows you're interested in you know possibly switching to Matthew's bows. It's like, so we, when are we going to get your wife into Matthews? I'm like, <laughs> dude, really? Come on, man. You know, You're know, uh, just
1: seeing money go out
0: the Yeah, store. yeah. Well, I, I told him. I was like, well, if, I, if we buy her, if I go to buy you another bow, I blatantly have no choice. I have to sell two of the three we have here.
1: Right. It makes sense.
0: I'm not getting rid of my my browning bow. That's just fucking
1: that'll never yeah, leave that. that's house. like
0: that's like my vintage point that's the first one grandpa bought me that's what i started on right that wise. that has
1: more value in it than just a price tag right exactly
0: so and i told him i was like you know i'm gonna have to i have no choice i have to sell the stinger because it doesn't get used anymore it's the backup of the fucking backup and then on top of that you know i'd probably have to either choose we're gonna either sell the Evolve 35 or we're gonna sell the inertia it would have to be one of the two right And uh he's like, Well, you know, what do you want for him? And I gave him like the rundown of what I'm willing to include with the stinger. And he was like, You serious? (laughs) I'm like, Yeah, you know. Half a dozen arrows fully set up, ready to go. If it's a small woman like stuff, I got a set of twenty sixes we can rock out with. I got a set of twenty nines if the dude's my size. Yeah. You know, whatever, bow case, you know, I could throw in a trigger release it's gonna have a nine inch static, uh static stabilizer uh Glow updraft and the uh the Truglo micro bite, micro, micro bright <laughs> dovetail edition uh five pin that has the uh, you know the nine uh no one twenty nine two nineteen and then the two ten pins yeah so then he's like oh it's you know grid good, good deal I said it was, you know three hundred for fucking all of it and someone could take it and at least that'll give me you know a third of that Tactic, let's say, yeah, price, whatever, and he's like, "Well, you know," it was like, "Well, if she wants it, you know, I really have a fucking problem telling my wife no as it is."
1: But then I have an issue. Yeah, with... yeah,
0: you you have an issue of that. You know, you would swear to God that you weren't the Polish one; that you were the one that was part Jew.
1: Listen, because and I'm anyone not... who's
0: Jewish, I'm part Jewish, so fuck yourself if you are taking offense. To <laughs> I'm I, I, I'm trying to make a pun of Steph is the fucking cheap one of the two of us, so
1: um because I, I don't want to be that wife that always just spends nah, money you don't have, you, you're
0: not the wife that spends money you're a fucking you, your wallet's so tight it's fucking waterproof like a duck's ass okay <laughs> so let's just get that comment out of the way you know and and it's it's you know you can it, it, i don't know that's so I, told I guess... let me work it out and if i have to i'll sell two of the bows you know, he told me right off the bat, you know, if we do, we throw new strings on the inertia. I'll get 350. No problem. Bare bow for the inertia. Yeah. No problem. Because we've gone there and we've proven that with the carnivores, it does 305 or 304, whatever. Uh, feet per second at 72 pounds or right. 70 pounds or whatever. Is that fucking thing slings them 300-spine carnivores like they're nothing. So, you know, everyone knows it's a speed bow. He's like, so, you know, between the stinger and that, you could probably make it out of like $6, six fifty, and then it's only $300 for the new one. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> dude, man. Shit. I just hope she wants the tactic and not the fucking uh, verdicts.
1: Well, I'd shoot both. He's like, then... but if
0: you get her the verdicts, you can get the Traverse for yourself. Now you can go fuck yourself.
1: <laughs> <He's>... <laughs> He kind of knows which way to steer you. Yeah, he
0: does, because he knows the vertex is the one, uh, the Traverse is the one that I'm like, dude, the new cam technology shit. All you got to do is change mods. I'm down.
1: So we'll see. Once he gets those in, we'll be able to take a closer look at them and see what he's got. Because it's yeah, also yeah. nice that if we can go in the morning when we usually go... Is it's quiet, there's no one else around, we can kinda of take a look at things. It's not like we're going at a peak time right there's right. a million people in there.
0: And he had a packed house Saturday.
1: South, South packed.
0: He had both sides of a range of packed wall to wall for people.
1: I'm glad that, you know, his his shop does well.
0: Oh yeah. They're a fantastic group of guys though. I mean, they're always I mean conversating with what's going on with everybody and how's everyone's you know, bow shooting and
1: Well who wants to go in a shop and, and have to deal with an asshole owner or their staff is a oh, bunch of yeah. Yeah, dickheads yeah, yeah. running running their mouth and crap like that. I mm-hmm. mean no one wants to no one wants to go deal no, with that. Not at no all, one wants no. to do that. You know, and so it's it's actually nice that you have a spot that you can go to that the people that own it and the people that work there are, you know, they're
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm super happy that we, we found this group of guys to do our stuff and whatnot. Huh. So
1: so back to Archery Talk's top five that we're yes. getting into. I know Mission was in there. I know, man, you know, and we just watched everything, too. And I, I can't remember the actual order that he put It's a 500 XR,
0: in. the Mission XR. Okay. This is what it was.
1: But I don't remember the actual order that he put them in.
0: Well, the Mission was number well, five. Well,
1: I know number one, though.
0: Number number one is the one I was like, ooh.
1: Was uh the Helix? Hoyt, yeah. The, the
0: ultra Helix.
1: Yeah. And he said that was was actually. You want to go check on that? The fuck was that? I don't know. We just heard some weird noise coming from the fridge. I don't know. Some some of the trolls that we froze in there are falling out. So I know that the the Hoyt was number one, which he was actually, he was saying he he was surprised as far as um, how silent it was with the the, the
0: uh, hardly any
1: vibration to it. And uh, he was pretty impressed. But he said, didn't he say he had the RX-1 for a long-term test too?
0: Three. He's already done the one. Okay. And um, for him, he said that uh, his favorite bow that they've released so far was the Carbon Defiant which is what he had before or the carbon he defiant said
1: that this one might overtake the defiant. Right. He had just...
0: the carbon defiant 34. Right. And he's expecting right now that the helix ultra, the 34 inch ultra or 35 inch ultra, whichever it is. because I can't remember which number it is. Um, He's expecting that bow to take his favorite bow from Hoyt.
1: Yeah.
0: Right now, which is kind of wild because, you know, I've mentioned it before, like from reviews that I've seen, Hmm. My favorite Hoyt so far has been the, def- the Pro-Defiant right? for me. And uh, from just shooting the regular Defiant and then shooting the the, the Pro-Defiant, to me, the Pro-Defiant was like...
1: A lot of people's opinions about that was that the Pro-Defiant was still...
0: Was number one. It was better yeah. than the RX-1 and everything. And, uh, and that was what he said. He's expecting that this aluminum bow yeah. will become his favorite Hoyt.
1: It's not even a carbon. It's not
0: even a carbon. It's not the RX3, which everyone would expect to be like number one.
1: Right. You right. know. I know number two is Prime.
0: Number Prime. Yeah, Prime CT5, the Logic CT5. Yeah. Yep. And which then I'm I I want to shoot a fucking Prime so bad.
1: You know, I have yet to actually see one. We yeah, have never. Yeah, yeah. I've never actually. I mean, I've I've seen them on online on channels. But I have yet to actually get to a shop that is actually keeping them in stock.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well we haven't had the I mean, where we were in New York and where we are here right now, where we were in New York, there was no shop relatively anywhere near us that was in prime. No. I think in New York, from when I looked at a map, we would have had to drive from where we were in Middletown New York, we would have had to gone to Syracuse in order at, to shoot a prime.
1: Or there was a shop in like Queens or something like that.
0: It was closer for us to go to Syracuse from where we lived.
1: No, I'm just saying, generally speaking. Yeah, yeah. It was was a little ridiculous. It wasn't.
0: No, no. It was going to take us like two and a half hours in each direction, no matter what we wanted to do to go shoot a prime. And us having, at the time, we had one child. It was still going to be a pain in the ass. Still,
1: yeah. So, and then I think, let's see, that's one, two, three, I believe, was Botech.
0: Yeah, the SR6.
1: I think. I so. think it was
0: the the speed bow. It was of the two. Yeah. Or it might have been the super smooth. I don't know if it was. It was one of the. It was either the SR or the SS6. Let's
1: see, we had the Hoyt Prime Bowtech. I know mission was number five, and then, mm-hmm. oh my, what was number four? The Evoke. Yes, that's right. Hello. It was
0: the Evoke, which which is another thing that goes to show you like the varying opinions from place to place, who's shooting it, and so. This episode's kind of more of the one that's going to show you, like, go out and shoot it because one person likes something, another yeah. person doesn't.
1: But the thing with, like, archery talk, he actually, he'll go through, he'll put the time in, and he shoots these bows kind of with, like, a neutral uh, a neutral view on them. Yeah, he
0: does, very much so. Mm-hmm.
1: So, even though he has his favorites, he still puts the other ones in the perspective as, as what they shoot. and Right. So...
0: Well, the thing I like about his channel, he, he does a lot of more of the in-depth stuff or what I would consider in-depth. Like, he'll do a video about his top five favorite hunting bows for the year. Yeah. His top five favorite target bows for the year. But he'll also show speeds through the chronograph for every single bow. And then he'll he'll go down to the point where he'll do kind of like he'll he'll literally do versus series so you know a, a prime versus a matthews or whatever fucking two bows he picks right and then he'll shoot a 600 vegas round or a 300 vegas round with each bow right and say okay this is the score i got with this bow and this is the score i got with this bow this is what i felt with this bow and this is what i felt with this bow but he'll he'll purposely set them up to where like he just swaps the stabilizers with the quick connects from one bow the right, to the other All the accessories are exactly the right. same. Right. Everything's the same. Everything. The bows are both fucking tuned and this is what they shot. Right. And this is you know, with him being a consistent shooter, uh, you know, this grip felt better and blah blah blah. And right. So I think he does a really good job with the really like super in detail stuff. I honestly kind of wish some of his videos were longer because most of his videos he try, and i know it's because of youtube's algorithm that the 10-minute the video is kind of like appealing um but he goes into such depth on some of them that you're like this really needs to be like 20 fucking minutes long
1: yeah well youtube i think soon is going to be someone out there is going to make something that's comparable to youtube mm-hmm. it's going to be like a myspace to facebook kind of deal
0: oh yeah, yeah. this would be
1: something else that comes along they pull everyone from one to the other, and then the other one's going to just kind of phase out.
0: I'll tell you, though, I mean, just watching his video, it really does, like, because, I, you know, like we mentioned last week, um the one set of videos, you know, they felt that the Evolve shot better than the Evoke, and uh, that the, the cages in the frame are not worth it and whatever. Right. It really does make me want to go shoot, and especially now that, and fucking Doug, you're an asshole um Stephanie and Doug have kind of won the argument I have switched over to shooting the evolve Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it's true I I wanted you to keep your bow anyway um it's
1: they're always ours it's not it's never you know unless it's some ridiculously small bow where it's impossible for you to shoot
0: I've shot a 30 inch so
1: but my point is is that I told you to do it, and it's yeah, not yeah. a problem. I mean, we can...
0: No, but now that I've, like, shot that bow, like, personally, right now, I have I have it set up for me, so it's set, you know, limbs are maxed out, 60-plus whatever fucking pounds it's doing, so it's probably, like, 60, 62 from the feel of it. Um, I have it set down to 80% let off, and uh, it shot really, really well. Right now, my biggest issue I have is I have the quarter-inch specialty archery hooded peep in it. Mm-hmm. With the clarifier, and because of the HHA kingpin with the static arm being so far out, even at its minimum, I have to switch it to an eighth inch clarifier. Right. Uh, so I have a lot of a lot of light around the sight housing, but my you know me getting used to it and saying, okay, this is the amount of light I need to have, like the spacing around the actual sight housing. I don't want to switch back to the two inch I don't like the two inch housing I like the inch and five eighths housing
1: right right
0: and uh I was throwing some pretty fucking nasty groups like I heard the arrows slapping together a couple times I'm like oh shit I'm gonna have to refletch some stuff and uh you know a guy who was sitting next to me shooting a recurve was like don't adjust nothing I'm like well you know I'm right now this is what I'm dealing with these I was like so I need an eighth inch clarifier really so this is way it'll it'll actually match up ring to ring and he's like, well, whatever, man. He's like, you're you're your stacking arrows one on top of the other. And I mean, it, the, the Evolve shot, the Evolve 35 shoots really, really nice. I do prefer the Inertia's grip in comparison to the Evolve because the Inertia's got a fatter grip. The Inertia seems like it it just fits flatter on my hand, whereas the Evolve seems a little bit more narrow. Mm-hmm. So for me personally, I might have to wrap that grip a little bit because I feel like the, the bow wants to slide on my hand okay, that's... in comparison to the, uh, the, the, the wider one, grip yeah. on the inertia. Um, but I mean, it shoots really, really nice. I mean, a string angle is really good. Mm-hmm. I can see through the peep sight really, really clearly. Oh, well, it's stuff.
1: a little bit of a better fit on you than me.
0: Yeah, well, with, with me with having height. a 29 inch draw. Yeah. But I don't, I, I tried to shoot it at 90% while I was at the range. I did change it to 90, and that was an absolute fuck no. because i'm anyone that's seen me shoot before i have a i I have a i I have a good what what i consider is a good follow-through like my arm and everything goes back whatever and I, i pull through the shot but i pull through the shot kind of aggressively so is a good way to say it
1: that 90 you're gonna rip the string
0: that 90 i felt like i was gonna break the fucking bow um, and at eighty, I felt like it was still too little. So I'm really contemplating getting the low let off mods or what everyone calls the fast mods, um, because you do pick up more speed. And setting it to seventy five, which is what I'm used to, because the inertia was a what I would call a so called seventy yeah, five
1: quote quote yeah, yeah. air the, quote the air
0: quotes <laughs> the Nixon air quotes so called seventy five. Um, so I may do that because i mean the boat feels good at 60 i can tell it's it is nowhere near the speed of the inertia nowhere near nowhere near um but i think with the fast mods everyone says you pick up eight to ten feet once you switch to the 75 percent and 65 percent mod so i'm thinking about doing that i've seen a couple of people selling them online on the facebook groups you can get them for like you know i think 50 bucks ship someone will send them to your house right and then switching it and then putting it at 75, which is what I'm used to. So, But the Evolve does shoot nice. But seeing the videos now from these other companies, it really wants, really makes me want to see, is the Evoke 35 any different? Do the cages on the riser, in my opinion, make it better? Right, right. Because like, me, right away from shooting the Inertia, the first bow I want to shoot is the Expedite. You could just go from speed bow to speed bow. You know, so... Well, i have no intention on going to the full throttle i don't, I don't need it there well, isn't just, much that was going to duck that fucking that inertia as it was yeah. switching to an expedite forget
1: it well that's just what you're used to this is just something different
0: yeah yeah it it is different um like i said the only thing to me right now with the evolve is to, in my opinion just because my fat ass hands i've been a mechanic for fucking 15 20 years almost is the grip the grip in for me, is a little bit narrow. You know, anyone who's a mechanic or a construction worker, you're, that muscle that you're supposed to rest the riser handle on, you know, that section of your, your hand tends to be pretty fucking muscular and fatty. So the narrow grip feels like it wants to move. So, you know, you know but I got to see. Maybe I'll throw some tennis racket tape on it or some hockey tape, whatever you want to call it, and see if it'll, that, that little extra grip will make the difference that I need.
1: I'm just glad that you tried it.
0: It shoots nice. I'll tell you the weird part that really caught my attention. And I don't know if PSE did it. They probably did it on purpose. Is that little groove on the front side of the riser. Because you try to get that nice little flex grip. And you want to put your fingertips on the front of the riser. And I found with me doing that, my fingers actually fit perfectly in that groove. In the the, the, the front cut of the handle. And I was like, okay, this is kind of nice. Once I got myself comfortable with it and I shot it a bunch of times and I was like, ooh, okay, now I could tell as my hand settles exactly where my fingers got to sit. And It's just a strange feature that I, you know, all the bows are flat. You know, every bow I've ever shot, the whole front side of the grip is flat. The fact that there's that little contour in the front of the Evolve 35, I was like, oh, this is different, you know. It just—I mean—it does shoot nice. It's an—it's definitely a nice shooting bow. I can see the appeal of it, right? Especially you know if you're gonna if you're that type of person that's gonna be in a tree stand with the ninety percent let off, and you're not an aggressive person who on their pull through, you could sit there for fucking days holding <laughs> that ninety percent. Fucking days. It's retarded. Oh, and. Uh, and, and you know and the inertia i mean going from the inertia to that thing the, the pull on the inertia is so damn aggressive and this thing i'm like dunk and it's open i'm like oh shit
1: and then if you have to let it back down for any reason it's yeah, that's yeah, next yeah. to impossible
0: huh? what do you mean
1: if you're holding and you, you don't want to let the arrow go you just have to the, the ball seems, it seems to, to me like it's like down. oh look it nonchalantly wants to close but,
0: and the inertia is like, hold on to your shoulder, bitch. Because I'm trying to is, take it. But the thing is,
1: it's easy to judge when you feel the tension going back. Yeah. But if you don't, you don't. It, it's like you're kind of okay, okay, okay. Now, okay, we know it's gonna get it now. Yeah, okay, yeah. Wait, you're now. waiting
0: for the yank. <laughs> you're waiting for the yank, and it just seems to be like it
1: seems like it's never there. I, I,
0: I felt the bump go up a little
1: bit. It yeah. It wasn't
0: nothing major. Where the you know, meanwhile, the inertia, of the IC cams, it's like oh. Well, that's when they first the
1: when they first put the strings on it uh when we actually changed everything out mm-hmm. when i first got it right and he was just lining everything up and i didn't want to let the arrow go i just wanted to to kind of line everything up and right, let right. it back. i couldn't let it back down because of the the let off
0: yeah 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 and it really makes me laugh too now especially that i've shot it and then you see those videos on youtube where the guy's got the hha kingpin and he's got a 12 inch stabilizer with four ounces or five ounces of weight on it and I think the guy had a Trophy Ridge Smackdown, da- not Trophy Ridge, Trophy Taker Smackdown Pro Edition on it, and the dude just opens the bow, and it just fucking stays there. And I'm like, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> and now that I've shot the thing, I'm like, that's fucking possible. <laughs> you know? Did you leave you, the- You almost want to pull the trigger and be like, is it going to go off?
1: Did you leave the stabilizer, my stabilizer on there?
0: Yes, yeah, I shot it with the- uh, The wick stick. With the wick stick, yeah. Oh, what would yeah, you think? Yeah, yeah it's- that's why I don't want to shoot one. <laughs> That that I'm I'm serious. Like all the time I've said, like, yeah, I don't want to switch to Wick stick because I'll never want to shoot another fucking stabilizer. Saturday proved that. Because I was I shot that thing. I shot it with bow and I looked at the front. And first thing is I opened the case and I'm like, shit. I forgot to put the static in the fucking case. God damn it. All I got is this wick stick. God fuck me. <laughs> All right. And
1: that's not a bad thing either. No,
0: no, it's not. I'm not knocking them. I screwed it on. It screwed on nice. And I shot it. And I'm like, the only thing I could see different with me is because I can feel any sort of vibration that that bow does is strapping one of them circle bow jacks on it. That like how we have in the limbs. Mm -hmm. They sell them where they'll actually slide onto a stabilizer. That's the only thing that thing would fucking need. That's it.
1: It's nice. Because there's
0: no... I don't know if there's any internal vibration uh, reduction inside that stabilizer, but if you just need a carbon fiber stabilizer, it has more vibration um, reduction than my static does with the front rubber bushing and with the three inserts inside the little weaves of the, uh, the, uh, of the stabilizer. Right. So, uh, I mean, if you were to throw one of those Bojacks slide on, you know, uh, slide on pieces onto that stabilizer, you wouldn't feel any vibration. None. It would be gone. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as it is, we have the Bojacks in the limbs and then you got the ones that are the little tit looking fucking things that are (laughs) in the the, the inside the riser on the PSE makes that Hoyt's got them too. Yeah. Everyone's rocking these little titty things up and down the fucking stabilizers. (laughs) So, you know. I I think that's the only thing that thing would need. You know, like I said, but I I haven't obviously taken it apart. I don't want to take it apart because, I mean, like for, I can see why target people want to shoot that stabilizer. Doug's Mm -hmm. like, you know, because Doug's got a 30-inch now wick stick on the front of his bow. He's got the Pro Series. Like This thing's fucking great. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. You got to try this. No. (laughs) I don't want to try it. I, I am trying to try other products. I already have a problem with, man, I got to try another site. I've been rocking this fucking HHA for almost a year. And I'm you know, like, fuck you, that.
1: When you fall into something that you really like, it's hard to, to switch yeah, away from it, it.
0: Especially that HHA site. You know, I got it when Gander was closing for $139. $139 I know, 100, that sorry, was a $129. Good... The fucking thing retails for 330 $330. No one in their common sense fucking brain would be like, "Yeah, let's switch away from this." Yeah, it's a great fucking idea. No, <laughs> it's not going to happen. No one's going to want to switch away from that shit. I got I got a site that costs twenty dollars more than the site I want to leave on the Stinger to sell it with, but actually retails for three times the amount. You know, so when James was like, "Yo, you need to get down here now and buy this immediately." You know, I was like, you know, of course me. You know, I started getting. I'm like, oh, dude. You know, I text Magic. Yo, bro, look at the site I got from fucking Gade. He was like, fuck you, bro. I was just there, you know. <laughs> and he missed it. Yeah, he's like, what the fuck? Is there another right hand one? I'm like, no. He's like, fuck you, double time. You know, <laughs> it's retarded. Okay, so <laughs> that we went on a complete tangent there. It's all right. So, all right. What's the next product you want to go after? Because we already know, a you're going to want to test drive some Matthews at Saluda, yeah, for sure.
1: That's a that's a definite. Mm-hmm. And I know. Well, if, if we're on that whole subject of what he's getting in, I know he's getting in the the, the Swacker Broadheads.
0: Yes, he's getting the Levi Morgan Edition Swackers.
1: Which would be interesting to look at.
0: Yes, especially the fact that it's got the little dowel, so you can shoot them as target tips. I'm like, oh, you're getting those in here? He's like, don't you even think about shooting those at my fucking targets. <laughs> I'm like, I tur- Kevin, I'll bring in my turkey from my house. He's like, why the fuck you got a turkey at home? <laughs> what the fuck you
1: got a turkey?
0: Well, well, you know, Gander had an indoor 30-yard range. Like, so we, we bought a turkey when it was on sale for twenty nine ninety five. Yeah, I know. He's like, you have a turkey? I'm like, I'll, I'll bring my turkey and I'll shoot the shit out of my own turkey with those. He's like, I don't give a shit. Just don't shoot them at my target boards. Even set up as field tips. They will fuck these things up. I'm like, okay, that's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, but the only thing is now that we have two car seats in the back and two kids at some point yeah, yeah. from the range. Mm-hmm. We don't really have a spot for the turkey. Actually, we do. We have that, that roof rack oh, God. set up. Will the turkey fit in the roof rack?
0: I could fit a fucking elk model in that, that roof rack.
1: So that would just be a simple yes? Yes. Okay. You could just say yeah.
0: I could fit both of the bows and the turkey in there and still have room.
1: So we got we got room for the turkey.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> room for the turkey. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'll, I'll do that when we buy the Levi Morgan... Bro heads off him.
1: <laughs> well, coming with the turkey. Yeah,
0: yeah, coming in with a turkey. He'll be like, "Oh, he's gonna fuck some shit up." Mm, <laughs> damn.
1: And uh, okay, so that's for pretty much what he's gonna be getting in that we'll be able to actually see in oh, person.
0: No. In, in in his words. He ordered a lot of shit.
1: So we'll have to see what he gets in. So yes, yes. Actually... I am
0: looking forward to the stuff he's... Like, I've already seen, like, the, there's a bunch of the new bows since I was there Saturday. He had an Evoke 35 already on the rack. And okay. He already had an expedite previously before that. I, I just, you know, when we're there shooting, we normally have one of the kids. So I'm like, hey, uh, you know, I don't... I'm like, hey, can I shoot this? You know? And I'm sure he'll let me. And... Uh, but, yeah, I've seen a bunch of... Yeah, he had a couple of verdicts uh, on order, he already told me. For customers that are already like, oh, I want the new Matthews. You know, gotta get right. the new hotness.
1: Right, right, you know, right.
0: TRX is old shit. Or <laughs> TRX, no, TRX is the, the Target bow. tri The tri The tri is old shit now. <laughs> gotta get the new flagship, you mm-hmm. know? So. Well, there's always to gonna be
1: those people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That always re-up every year.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Changing bows like they change their underwear mm-hmm. and shit. So.
1: Hey, more power to you if you got that money to drop every year.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Go for it. Which uh, is fine. No problem with that. No. so beyond that, I know I know we because uh, archery Talk mentioned their top five products mm-hmm. some are actually pretty cool. I know last last episode we mentioned the Pelican Air case.
0: that was on everybody's, Everyone, Yes, everybody. it's the pelican
1: air 1775 right 1745 17- 45 Yes 1745 1745 or 1475. No, 1745. 1745. I hate when people it's use numbers is yeah. in it's, their uh, description. I'm,
0: I'm pretty sure it's 1745.
1: So, the price is yet to be released. Mhm. They have not released a, a price yet and I don't think they're selling any yet. Then it's not in production. Like it's not that on their the site. They had the test sell. model there yeah.
0: at the event. And all you kept hearing especially cuz you know, if you want to watch videos where the big highlight pieces are Obviously, Lancaster is going to have the one where you know he does the run through with everyone else. But when he does it with Lancaster, it's the this has never been done before, and this piece has never
1: been done. Yeah, if you want to watch a good video on them going through that case, go into Lancaster Archery and his videos that he put up. Yeah, PJ Riley did the interview with Pelkin about the case.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's an epic fucking case. It it really is going to be. It's but it's going to be, like I said in the last episode, it's going to be something that's going to be in comparison to the Bronx Box. People were bitching, but it was a thousand fucking dollars. Yeah, okay, it's a thousand dollars.
1: I was bitching that it was a thousand You were bitching that it was a thousand dollars, exactly.
0: But when you think about it, especially like you know, the guys that have, let's say, RX3s, a $1,600 bow, and then you're going to slap an Xcel Hunter or an HHA Kingpin or a Tournament Edition or a fucking spot hog hog father on it, you know, $350 sites and $200. Fu- it's a
1: lot of money. Right. You don't want getting fucked up. You don't
0: want to spend $500 on something that's going to protect the $3,000 plus investment, and God forbid you got two dozen of those T-64 Easton arrows in that bitch. You got $600 in arrows.
1: You know. Oh, my God. Those arrows are nuts. Yeah, those the, arrows are ridiculous. The taper FMJs. God. I yeah, I do too. Some. I know. And you're like, no, you're you're too cheap to buy them. I said, uh, no, 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 I don't want to buy them. I want someone to say, here you go. Yeah, and here. I said, oh, okay, thanks. You can have these. <laughs> Would
0: you like to try these and talk about the podcast? I will fucking shoot the shit out of these. Things.
1: Oh man, those look nice. <laughs> yeah, they do. I'll be waiting for them on clearance.
0: Oh, geez, right. <laughs> what are you gonna wait fucking five years?
1: Yeah, I know. By then, re-
0: 2023, we're gonna review the t- the Easton T64 fucking arrows. I- I was I think, able to get it for sixty nine ninety five at fucking Cabela's.
1: You know, if they actually go really well, I think you're going to see other companies come out with stuff like that. It's going to be like the new wave.
0: nobody that I've seen with a aluminum-sleeved arrows besides Easton. The FMJs seem to be just like, it's Easton. That's
1: it. Or if that the whole tapering system actually works out for them really well, they might throw that
0: I can see getting other
1: other lines. Right for the same tapering system.
0: Yeah, at that part I can see getting copied by other people. The taper—that's
1: what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, yeah, but not the aluminum sleeve. I mean, there, like, there's a lot of companies now. From what I've seen, they're adding these new nifty, super slick style Teflon paint jobs to arrows to make them so they'll they'll rip through an animal because it reduces restriction or, or reduces um, friction and whatnot. Right. Whereas the FMJ is like, oh, my polished aluminum skin is zip. They just fucking fly right through an animal. So,
1: Well, since we're talking about arrows, that other one that popped up.
0: Lone Wolf. Lone Wolf came
1: mm. out with... So it's actually a set that they sell. So it goes on the tip of your arrow. That's and the inserts. the inserts that go on mm-hmm. the front. And um, the other insert goes on your knock side
0: right this is this is for someone especially if you shoot low poundage this is a product you want to pay attention to
1: so it's basically um each side of the insert they they're saying it could fit wait did they say any arrow or they said standard standard?
0: dimension arrows which are normally like our carnivores are considered standard dimension uh, eastern axis are considered standard dimension
1: so it's basically the set that you get the front and the back and you put it on, and basic, it, it's the front has it, what's a good way to describe it? Because we can't it's got vents. Yeah, it's got vents. It, it's
0: literally both inserts have vents.
1: Because it's not like you can show people because it's just a podcast. Go so look so it it's,
0: up. It's, it's really yeah. Wild look up
1: looking. Lone uh, Bowhunting dot com. Did it? Did the nice yes. interview with them? Mm-hmm. So uh, Lone Wolf actually shows. It's the front is basically vents, and it allows blood like when you. <sighs> When you shoot a deer, let's just say,
0: if it gets stuck inside, if them. it
1: gets stuck inside them and they start running, it allows blood to actually flow through the front, through the shaft of the arrow and out the back of the back. The outside. This way,
0: the arrow doesn't plug the hole. Yeah. Even while well, technically the arrow plugs the hole, but it gives the blood an excess. So a, a, an exit route.
1: So let's just say you, you get a hit. They take off and instead of hoping that there's you know you're gonna have a blood trail right this allows blood to freely throw flow through the arrow and mm-hmm. it'll actually leave a trail for you to it'll be easier to find them it's yeah, basically yeah. what it is and they actually and demoed actually,
0: the the arrow at the event where it showed how fast blood can flow through the arrow with
1: oh yeah they, they, they had was, it in a tube right with, with what they consider
0: out. blood pressure
1: yeah it was actually a lot
0: it was fast yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty it was, good, and and it's not like a single vent on the backside. Like if there's the knock side, I think has three or four vents that are evenly cut around. Yeah, and it was throwing like a lot. You know of what it reminds
1: me of? I'm trying. I was trying to think of well, something to describe to describe it as a comparison to to get the idea of mm-hmm. what we're talking about. And it's kind of like an air filter on a car. Air filter, like the aftermarket air filters.
0: Like K&N? Yeah. well that's what the front looks like
1: that's what that's what I was trying to think of yeah, yeah wait, how it, it without the filter dips mesh. dips in and right, out yeah, yeah yeah. that's kind of like where it would dip in it's just a uh, an opening right but and that's also, that's kind of what the front looks like
0: another cool thing about those about the insert is the insert is slightly or he, slightly heavier than your standard knock insert so you're instead of you know your standard normal front knock insert is I want to say normally somewhere around like 14 grains and their insert is somewhere between 25 and 30 so your foc is also going to go up
1: well he said helps. he said it's uh 0.25 25 25 25
0: grain, 25 grain. okay
1: mm-hmm. so 25 at first he said 75. yeah he's at like, first no, he no, said 75 I'm like, and
0: i'm yeah. like well no at the size of it i could see it even being aluminum at the size of that insert i yeah. would say it should look like it's seventy-five. I mean, I can't really honestly see it only being twenty-five.
1: But they did say that you would think with the extra weight and everything that it, it would, uh, I guess, impact it negatively. Yeah, they thought it would it would impact lower. <laughs> and it turns it turns out that the way it's actually vented and the way that it, when it it's it flies, I guess, through the air, mm-hmm. it creates this. Um,
0: it reduces drag on the tail of the arrow, and it actually causes the arrow to hit. It's three like a vortex, inches. right? It creates the it, it. It makes the arrow hit three inches higher than it would. Without and harder. It. And harder. Yeah. Well, it's because it cuts through because the FOC is higher.
1: Yeah, which actually is kind of it was kind of cool
0: right but according to them the the vent system which actually probably makes in my mind it makes sense because you got to imagine if blood flows through it air has got to flow through it right so if air is flowing through the arrow the arrow won't drop as fast because now you don't have as much drag right because that's probably where you're getting the vortex actual issue from is because you have high pressure on one point low pressure at another point so the arrow is probably sticking itself higher in the air because it's creating it it's basically creating a tornado in in between inside and outside of the arrow. Right. So the arrows are staying higher and at 50 yards they found that the, the compared to a standard insert, if you use their Lone Wolf vented insert uh system, the arrow will hit 3 inches higher at 50 yards right. in comparison to a standard
1: insert. And on that so far they have it uh, a price per set they don't have a half a dozen or a full dozen price Mm -hmm. but per arrow which is a set of front and back right is 12.95 right so that's the pricing they have so far but they don't have anything else
0: but they're also lone wolf is also releasing the uh, their own full arrow kits right which will have six full arrow, full carbon arrow shafts with six of the rear inserts and six of the front inserts.
1: But they don't have any prices for that yet. Yeah,
0: there's no prices on the kit yet.
1: No. And then I know the atomic rods, the, the gamma,
0: Oh, the gamma, the gamma scan, scan is coming scan up on everyone's thing because that is, is just an up. awesome piece of technology. Right.
1: Which I don't know if we mentioned this in the last one that it was retailing for two ninety nine. Yeah, we did. And we mentioned the price, which is really cool because you could save all the settings of of everything they were using, of the results that you got in each individual profile, so you can see oh, yeah. which arrows you're shooting at, you know, whatever specs that you're shooting them at. And in, in
0: my opinion, you're probably not going to see a lot of personal people buy it unless they're like you know try like a competition style person i think in in, i think shops should all be buying those things especially if you're a shop that's doing training or coaching or whatever because you can get with your the person you're coaching your athlete whichever way you want to refer to them and you could specifically balance the bow to them
1: well you can also show them how much they're moving around
0: yeah 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 so which is really the best of both worlds i gotta say
1: that is that is probably a really cool piece of
0: Oh, that's some crazy oh, tech technology. Right there. I mean, they, they said that little piece that's the size of a wristwatch has three gyroscopes in it. Yeah, that's crazy.
1: Yeah, for something that what it can do and the size of it is really cool. Oh fuck
0: yes, that one Absolutely. is is
1: is really really cool. Mm-hmm. So let's see, there's tons of broadheads out there. Oh god, the no collar and the hypodermic no collar was yeah, a big which we one. we mentioned last time. There was also let's see the swacker, the swackers we we mentioned yes, yes. with the Levi Morgans then. Oh, we just watched them. Uh, the, the Wasp the
0: HVs fixed... are the ones that Yeah, are they,
1: they paired up with... Havilon. Yeah.
0: And I'm a nice fanatic. I, I buy knives all the time just because of me, my type of job. So I'm always buying uh, CRKT knives, Gerber knives, Kershaw's, whatever. Because, you know, mechanics got to try and use their knives as fucking screwdrivers. So... um, But a very, very cool. Havilon knives are quite pricey and are known... If you fuck up, you're losing blood, is a nice way, an easy way to say it with a Havilon knife. And they have teamed up with Wasp, where Havilon is making the blades and Wasp is making the, the actual component for the broadhead. Yeah. Crazy new chisel tip. You could see by the size of the chisel tip on that Wasp broadhead, it is a shoulder breaker. It's going to blow through whatever it hits. Well, and, and it's
1: for you know, a three-pack with, I think they said six replaceable blades, yeah. it's like $44.99. 44 99 44
0: Yeah, that's the new thing now. All broadheads seem to be going the $45 to $50 range right now. Yeah. But considering Havalon makes the blades and you get six extra replacement Havilon blades, that's a really good price. Yeah, it is. You know, especially for the states that have to run, have no choice but to run non-mechanicals. Yeah. Um, That's probably going to be a really good benefit. I mean... Which is, you know, some of the states out west, I think Oregon just recently passed that they're allowed to use mechanicals now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, you know, but prior, they were, that's why everyone out there was using muzzy tro cars. Right. Now, you know, there's a second really good set of, you know, uh, solid broadheads in play now. Havalon blades are no joke. So.
1: We'll have to see as as the year goes on, some of the reviews. Because I know as the year goes on, you see other reviews pop up of of people actually going through and they're using them and they're they're figuring out like, oh shit, this is not good on this one. Or, oh, I didn't realize that this was better than, you know, whatever. So we'll have to see what else Mm -hmm. comes along. And I know, uh, I have to mention this, that damn Bo Peep.
0: The Little Bo Peep site?
1: Fucking... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this goddamn thing
0: this goddamn thing
1: you know it's uh, for this site
0: you sound like one of those people i made fun of last year oh technology's ruining it
1: oh fuck you <laughs> so no okay it's it's basically your your site is not a site it's a little digital st- display well, it's a it's sight a, a
0: range finder and a camera all in one
1: yeah you're basically looking at a camera and they showed the guy testing it and you basically don't even need to to line up anything you nope. could just look at the screen until the bow it shows where the it's supposed to be. to be on and that's it <laughs> it's a fucking goddamn digital screen you're looking at it's not a sight. you
0: could have one person it's hold the riser and one person hold <laughs> Hold the string. It's a goddamn tar- TV.
1: <laughs> you know, and, and I can actually understand why it was hardly mentioned.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was they, like, even their interview with that thing was really, really short.
1: You know, it was like, hey, you guys are here with what? Oh, okay. Moving on. Yeah, I, I don't we have to do this
0: interview, so, you know, some people will just get mad.
1: I don't think that's going to go very far.
0: Probably not. To I, tell I really you don't the see truth. that much. Of it going far, really,
1: it kills. That kills a lot. It really no. does.
0: It, it is what it is. I mean,
1: I don't know. I don't. I don't like it. I don't like it. I think. I it's don't stupid.
0: either. No, no. Like there was also like the Burris site.
1: Well, that one also was in a in a top grouping for as far right. as products that were coming out. It actually had in the middle of the site, It had your whole bar.
0: Yeah, it was a full bar of lights um where you you know you make your 20 pin you, you it, it, had a fixed... it has a fixed yeah 20 pin 20 yard pin and then you set that and then you set this little reticle at the back of the site housing and that because that 20 yard pin becomes your range finder so you have a static right. range finder no matter what and then uh then you do all your rest of your settings for your rest of the stuff and it can actually tell if it's getting varied ranging positions uh, due to like you know, maybe it sees brush. a branch, a mm-hmm. brush, whatever it will automatically pop up your five pin, seven pin, whatever the hell you tell it you need, or you just your yardage until you max out the gauge, right? And then it'll give you a number of okay, you know, 65 yards away or whatever, 50 yards away. So, which is nice. I mean, it looks like a really, really cool setup, yeah, you know. No matter what, when you're in the range finder site combination kits, you're still going up against Garmin.
1: Well, the other thing that you're also going to take into account is the fact that these things are coming out when it's not all 50 state legal. Oh, yeah. So, you know, even though it could be a great product, but the thing is, if you live in a state that's like it's a no-go, right? then it doesn't matter how great it is. You, you just is. You're not going to have a market. Yeah, in those no, I states, agree. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So we're—I don't think it. You know, we're the, to that point where it's going to be a uh, a full, you know, uh, affecting the full group of individuals. Oh, yeah. in that area. Mm-hmm. So I think that's still kind of like in the in the beginning stages. Yeah, I think probably. we still have like years until we see a lot more doing that. Mm-hmm. So. As far as that goes, products. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that we saw that was really cool.
0: The Carter Convertible.
1: Oh, yeah. that's one that, that release really
0: looks really, really cool. So basically what the Carter Convertible is, is it is a switchable release. It, it is thumb. Well, I can't say just thumb trigger. It is either thumb trigger activated or ring finger activated. So you can literally take the bar off. That you would have for your your the, the barrel i should say not the bar the barrel you can remove the barrel flip the release upside down and now you'd be firing like you were going to do your follow through for a hinge style release mm-hmm. so but if you want to shoot it normal like a thumb trigger like i shoot my my edge pro 4 or whatever the fuck it's called i can shoot a thumb trigger now if i want to try and shoot that as a hinge style because you have to do that, that wrist movement or whatever the follow through is called, uh, it will fire third finger. So it will fire off your ring finger, which is really, really cool. Because I mean, it's interesting to see, you know. Um, what was
1: the other one that came out that, oh, shit, I can't remember the, the company's name? That came Stan. out. Yeah. The
0: Extinction. Yes. That's yes, right. yes. It's the P- Extinction.
1: Letter X. Extinction.
0: Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's a wrist rocket. It's actually the first wrist rocket that Stan has ever made. And I really do like how, in the interview, the guy put it. It, The reason it's the first first wrist-released sling that they've ever made is because they've never made one that's better than the competition. So they had no reason to release it. I'm like, fucking genius. Yeah. That is so brutally honest that, that it's fucking genius. You,
1: you knew you had nothing better than what was out there, so then yeah. There's so no why point. release
0: garbage? Yeah. So and which is really cool. Now the interesting part about this is anyone who has shot and shot anyone who has shot a single hook style release, what, let's say you're right-handed, you know your your trigger finger is on the right side of the arrow release and the hook faces towards your face. Now with this. This release, it's actually backwards. It the just hook, faces away from you. It, no, the hook face... Yes, the hook faces away from your face. The hook points towards your ring finger.
1: You say no. Or it
0: means, sorry, towards your index finger. It points towards the trigger. So it's reversed. Basically, what their idea was behind it is that when you put the release to your face, if the hook was pointed towards your face, you have the ability to have extra facial pressure and mm-hmm. you're pushing the release more into your face. Now with the hook facing away from your face and towards your index finger, you have now reduced the amount of facial pressure you're going to get on the string every single time because now you can set it so that your release is at a certain portion of your face. Right. The release gets the pressure and not the string, therefore reducing errors in shooting and blah, 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 which is a really, really cool idea. It's kind of like, in a way, taking a lot... They manufactured something to take out a lot of the human side of the error in the shot which is really really cool so and the trigger has no travel like you touch it and it goes off
1: well they also show that you can adjust it too yes it's very it adjustable is, it's
0: adjustable spring tension this,
1: jesus wow christ i can't, can't talk spring
0: tension hey. is adjustable and um they also said something about how the actual tension that's on the spring due to the new cam style that's inside of it it actually has reduced pressure yeah. Whereas there are like thumb release triggers. The way that cam was designed, it was like automatically like six, seven pounds of pressure you had to put on the thumb to make it release. Whereas this new cam, that seven pounds is now one. Yeah. So, which is really, really cool.
1: That should be interesting. Did they say how much is retailing for?
0: No. No, mm. I, don't, I don't think so. I have no idea. Actually, I should look that up because that was. That no,
1: was... I don't think it's released.
0: No, it's not released yet.
1: So, there's no sense in looking it up if it's not released
0: okay, so what was another thing you
1: <laughs> No, I'm just trying to think of of some of the top products as far as as what released, but I think we kind of covered as product wise and and bow wise everything yeah, 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 out there. um, I know one thing that I wanted to mention I actually wanted to mention this on the last episode, but I actually forgot about it was the fact that. Drury Outdoors was doing some awesome giveaway. Mm -hmm. So they announced that they are actually doing a 60-acre farm giveaway in northern Missouri. And besides this giveaway, so when you register for this giveaway, they're actually also doing a giveaway each month for the full year. So every month they're doing a giveaway and then... At the end of the year is when they're going to pick the winner or do the drawing for the farm. And now this, it's a 60-acre farm. It's in northern Missouri. And they have already set up actual, um, uh, there's a couple tree stands already set up. There's two food plots already set up. And they actually already surveyed the area as far as... the the traffic with, you know, how many bucks, how many does are are going in and out and everything. They did a whole YouTube video of them going through this whole process with this farm. And it wasn't something that they had extra lying around. They just kind of want to like dump off on someone. They actually went and bought this. So one of the other guys, um, I forgot if it was like a certain relative or who, who was in the market to buy. But he wanted to buy a farm. He was looking around. There was a lot of stuff out of his price range. And mm-hmm. they found a three hundred acre change, yeah. Three hundred no three hundred and fifty acre change I think it was three fifty. Mm-hmm. It was three hundred and something acre farm for sale. Right. So he said, We want sixty acres and then you can have the rest. And then they they basically bought it together and then they picked their sixty acre divide up for their farm and right. then the rest went to um the cousin i, I, I forgot what family I think think family friends he does, or he does or like someone. big home
0: building or something like that yeah so he bought the rest of the property you know to subdivide but it's supposed to be subdivided for like gigantic you know like pe- yeah it's like not like going to be next to
1: a group of houses or right. something so they're giving away this farm and what you basically need to do is you got to download or if you already have it, update your DeerCast app to, I guess it's the version 1.1. 1. 1. So Very cool app. Yeah, we just downloaded it because we actually, we hadn't had it yet. So we still have time to go through it and figure out everything with it. So download that app or if you have it already, make sure it's updated to version 1.1. 1. 1. And then on if you look on the bottom, there's like a little menu bar. If you scroll to the, well, if you look to the right, it'll say Farm Giveaway. It's like a little icon. So you go to the icon, and then that will actually navigate you once you click on the link for it. So it'll bring up the Farm Giveaway, and it'll show it's highlighted in red, the The giveaway. You just click on it, and it basically links you to the page for your registration. Uh, for the DeerCast app, if you have if you need to do an account it's, it's really easy I set one up it takes like a minute or two you just do your basics like your name email address they actually have an option if you don't have an email address of how to contact you you can leave a phone number because if you do win they need to get a hold of you somehow so all you people out there are like oh they give my information blah, blah blah well if you win how the fuck are they going to tell you that you won <laughs> You jackass! <laughs> so, I give my
0: shit away. <laughs> the government's watching me. The
1: government's watching me, but I don't want to sweepstakes. Just air, pigeon mail it. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you put in your name, your email address, or your phone number, um, and what it does is, it's basically it registers it registers you for that farm giveaway, and it also registers you for the monthly giveaways that they do throughout the year until the actual big giveaway
0: mm-hmm. and, and it's they're, really they're cool. doing all this because they're celebrating a 30th anniversary yeah
1: so this is the 30th anniversary they're basically saying like a big thank you to all the people that have supported them throughout the years mm-hmm. which is like really really cool and if you look under the terms and conditions when you're going through the actual giveaway when you're registering i scroll down and they will actually list each month what giveaways they're doing so you can kind of get an idea of what they'll be doing throughout the year which is really cool and honestly it's it's free to register it takes two seconds it literally took me probably less than two minutes to do
0: oh yeah mm-hmm.
1: so uh, they're, they're giving away a lot of cool shit um so I, I honestly i suggest checking them out or i don't know maybe if we get less people to know about this and it's a bigger chance to win Truly. late <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right, See, so, I'll, I'll point out about a very co- cool things about this app. <laughs> like, everyone knows if you hunt deer, there's a lot of good times of the day, bad times of the day to hunt deer. A lot of guys tend to focus on after, um, dawn, hunts at dawn and hunts, hunts going towards dusk. What this app does is this app has temperature readings, precipitation reading, everything that's expected through your entire day. Plus, it has pretty much the entire U.S., the ideal situations mapped out for the deer's movement and migration across and how they what times of the day they're going to move around. So, like, for example, here, since we live in the west side of South Carolina, the weather shows tomorrow, low is going to be 24, high is going to be 42. Now, keep in mind, this is Monday, the 21st of January for whenever you listen to this. Now, it shows, you know, nothing really before 6 a.m. is going to happen. From 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., these for that 12 hours, these deers ain't going to do shit in this area. From 7 to 8, shows, you know, there's a pretty good chance of movement. But since here, you know, going more towards 9 and 10, that's going to be the warmest portion of our day until about 6 p.m. as the sun's going down that's when you're going to see a lot of moving through the deer. That's when you're most likely to see the deer moving through the woods, wandering around, trying to get some food, because they're going to want to hide once it starts getting cold here at night. So the cool part about this app is it shows you, okay, you know, what direction your wind is going to be in. What is the percentage of chance? What is the dew pressure? Realistically, this is probably, this, this program by itself can kick your weather app's ass on top of that, it's throwing the hunter aspect into the weather movement. So,
1: And I know this is probably going to be a, an app that's going to be paid for, but I know they said for this whole entire year that it's going to be free.
0: Right. Well, I also did the survey, and, and it asked you, what would you pay for a year for this? And there's a lot of cool articles and stuff like this, too, on the homepage. Like, everyone knows if you're a hunter, and you decide to post a picture of the deer you got, And a lot of hunters view it as the trophy is the meat, which doesn't make sense because you're feeding your family.
1: Well, Um, trophy can also be taken in other ways that people don't realize is that it's not the trophy that people think of. Yeah, but I'm saying that the hard work that you put into it.
0: No, 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 no. no. You're completely killing my point here.
1: I always do. What's the point? Right.
0: Um, (laughs) (laughs) But. You know, a lot of people that know like automatically think that the antlers are the trophy. That's the reason you're killing this animal. No, no, most of us keep the you know do a euro mount or something like that because it was a beautiful animal. We're gonna you know do a memorial to the animal, whatever. But the trophy is actually the meat. But there's like news articles on here like tips for hunters to avoid online attacks. I've gotten death threats for fucking mentioning we're gonna go hunting. Well, you know, I've ruined that fucking dude's life
1: whatever
0: whatever because i called the police you you know if you think you can't be found on social media where are you gonna find i found him about where he lived i found out where he worked couple emails called the cops done bye-bye
1: anyway so there's a lot of actually good news articles on the app there's they have some videos on it Mm -hmm. so i suggest since it's free right now to go in download it put yourself in the giveaway i mean you know, and and kind of uh, look around because actually, I, I mean, the more we look around on it, we'll probably we'll be probably finding out some different things from it.
0: Oh yeah,
1: so that will be pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I think so. Sixty acres is no joke, and like Aiden, if you go on uh, Drury Outdoor D R U R Y Outdoors. D-R-U-R-Y Outdoors Very cool. They show how they set up food plots on the farm already and everything like that and what they use and what machines and what's already set up on the property. There's already stands And This isn't just like you're going to get a so-called farm and it's wooded area and you have to do everything yourself. These dudes set this property up. So there's already a clover flu. God, fucking talking (laughs) is hard right now. There's a clover food plot already set up. There's a... I believe like a i think it retails for like a four thousand dollar 12 foot high you know blind i guess you want to call it yeah stand
1: they put a blinds on the property they put some sands on the property
0: right there's there's already tree stands and you know trees everything that had to be cut but down is already cut down the land has been cleared. there's oh,
1: been life. a they did a podcast not a, well, a youtube video of them just talking about the farm the property, property set up mm-hmm. and then they did i think it's actually a separate youtube video of them going through and showing what they saw on the camera right what they were doing with the property and the deers the in them photos are big yeah so it's actually pretty cool to watch if you go on youtube under them mm-hmm. and, and look them up take a look at that
0: yep exactly and they're so we already mentioned that they're giving stuff away every single month yeah yeah i
1: just said that right where were you i'm sorry are you here no jesus christ gotta carry this shit by myself
0: yep sometimes <laughs> shit
1: happens yeah i know so beyond that i think i know there there might be something that we think of that we'll just cover next week but as far as the bows and the products and and i know the giveaway we wanted to cover on my side that was that was a uh, I don't know if I'm forgetting anything.
0: No, I mean, there, there was some other products that were at the ATA that like just deserve to be mentioned. Like they're cool, like, like accessory things, whatever. Like one is um the country the company UltraView because it's actually still on our TV screen there in the back here because uh, we have it up. They make all, all cool little aftermarket uh, barrels and everything for your trigger releases. Uh, some of the releases that have three and four fingers where you could swap between the ends. You can get, you know, color matching ones, different style hook attachments for it. So, so they make a lot of cool extra attachments. Um, the cool part is like their barrels. They can have, you can have a smooth barrel, a barrel that's got like the, the gritty little round teeth on it. They even have ones that are square where your finger will have to, where you set your hand in place and then you set the flat portion to your finger. So it's an exact like groove fit to your hand so i mean there's like small things like that that were shown at the event right which were really really cool you know but we pretty much mentioned all the highlighted ones you know my big interest obviously i mean the lone wolf thing is really cool yeah i definitely go
1: check them out
0: that's pretty cool i want to definitely try out the levi morgan schwackers yeah
1: uh i definitely want that pelican air case
0: Okay, So, you want a Pelican Air case, you want a verdict. Mm-hmm. God, it's gonna be an expensive year.
1: <laughs> I know. Well, there are two weddings, and And there's two weddings. And TAC. And, oh, and, oh, and we're going to by Tac. By the yes. way, so Tac update is that it's the Northeast, which is basically Tennessee, Southeast. So, yep. We don't live in the Northeast. Yep, yep, yep. So, in the East Side of the US,
0: <laughs> yes, us in Pennsylvania.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we're the only two over here.
0: That's it. Seven Springs, PA is the Northeast one, and Southeast is Tennessee.
1: Yeah. So they are opening. Since we are part of the early bird, we get the pre-registration deals before it goes public. And
0: Super pumped. We're going all three days. Yeah,
1: so we're going to go all three days, and tomorrow, Monday because today's sunday so today it released to uh, certain individuals and then monday it releases to general public and we are going all three days we actually already have our hotel reserved for all three days so that is going to be fun mm-hmm. i'm definitely i'm definitely pumped for that yeah hell yeah so Absolutely. and um i know big sky they're they're still having some issues they're finishing up the um, some of the I think final that also touches. gets released. Tom- oh, no, is it? no, so Salt
0: Lake is to- also gets released tomorrow. I think
1: they were supposed to release all of them, but I think um, Utah was held off for a little bit because they were still working out some of the minor details, so that was delayed a little bit as far as registration was concerned. Okay, but uh, I mean, it should be within the week, to right? To tell you the truth. So and then they said they're they're working on some other spots on the East Coast. Do it. <laughs> so that should be interesting what they actually do because I mean you can't go too close to the coast because there's really nothing.
0: Yeah, you run out of mountains. It's all gonna yeah, be it's not going to be anything.
1: So you're kind of looking at the Appalachian Trail as the kind of the, the borderline. borderline of mm. of where they can go to that's actually decent.
0: Okay, Tech, if you're listening, North Carolina is right next door. It's some big-ass fucking well, mountains.
1: if you think about it, there's probably a big chunk of people in North Carolina. And Georgia. Well, the Carolinas, yeah, and, and northern Georgia. Mm-hmm. Northern, you have to say that. That are close to those areas. That's why Tennessee is good, because it's in that range. Mm-hmm. But if you want to get between PA and um, where Tennessee is, I honestly think if they go for North Carolina,
0: I think it, they could they attract more, a lot of people. Right now, since you have Tennessee for southeast and you have Seven Springs technically for northeast, right? Your best bet if you're going to go for a central area is either the northern portion of North Carolina or West Virginia because West Virginia has some big fucking areas that they can do that type of shit in.
1: Yeah. And you could also get people from Indiana too that can travel to the West Virginia because they're.
0: You're gonna you're close they, by too. I mean, even here, you're gonna get a lot of people Ohio. From, oh, you're gonna get Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky. Yeah. Everyone's gonna be running. I mean, especially if they do more in that general area. Like, if they do one in West Virginia, we can go easily.
1: Oh, yeah, we're, we're close in, we're in range to three them. Three hours to Yeah, Maine so that'll actually of, be really nice if they start doing that. I mean, mm-hmm. I understand why they move slowly on some of the things probably because arrangements what they're allowed to do what they can and can't do i mean they have a, a small staff that has to travel with the, right. everything they have to set everything up mm-hmm. you know so it, it's a lot that goes into it and i'm just
0: super pumped to see they're coming back to the southeast
1: yeah that's because nice to you see. know they
0: do an event and this is you know everyone knows how well if you don't know how business work if shit doesn't work the first time you don't do it a second
1: time well so. they also have to realize that if you know how many people actually saw that they were going to be in the area, mm-hmm. and so that'll be nice to see.
0: Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm.
1: So that'll be May seventeenth through the nineteenth. Yep. Yep. And then two weeks later, we'll be in Boston.
0: I got to get a hold of uh, Walter from the Shooting Tales podcast. See if he's going because we, me, and him were talking last year about possibly this year trying to get all the podcasters together what for was, a group What shoot? was
1: his podcast?
0: The Shooting shooting tails right no what
1: no nope. let's, let's see if you can figure this
0: god damn it am i saying it wrong
1: yes you are
0: chasing tails thank pod- you chasing tails i was waiting
1: for you to podcast. figure that one out
0: yeah sorry it's the chasing tails podcast outdoors if you haven't heard that one go listen to it walter's awesome awesome guy
1: yeah that'd be cool if we get kind of a, a group
0: that's what i told him because there is quite a bit of uh podcasters in the in the southeast um so I would like to see, you know, get a nice fun group, even if it's like, you know, everyone does the locals course together and then mm-hmm. everyone could split off, do like an easy one. Because I, I really don't, I don't know if it would be a good idea if like to get podcasters all together to do like the Sitka course because that would be like, you know, that that's some hardcore shooting and that gives everyone a lot of shit talking abilities.
1: Yeah, but that's what makes it fun. Ah, you know. That's what makes it fun. Like you don't if you don't take it beyond that level of actually having fun, the fun shit talking, then it remains what it is. Yeah. yeah, It's when people bring it to that next level that doesn't need to go there, then it just it's like why'd you cross the line?
0: Oh, I know. know. You
1: know, it's like those people who just ruin it for everyone else.
0: Yeah, well, hey, shit happens.
1: You know, and I, I gotta say, you know, it's uh these courses are supposed to be more challenging so you better be in shape by the time we get there
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i know i know i know
1: i've been running well actually for a nice little update because i know most people don't care but i'll do updates anyway okay so my 1500 miles for the year i'm at 80.2 miles so far
0: yeah and it's only what the 20th of january and you already have 80 miles in
1: man i missed like five days
0: well, you, you're also right now dealing with the knee that's starting to bother you. Because I have to go anyway. You have to be thick-headed and go running.
1: Well, no, the thing is, is that I go and I'm not like exhausting myself, and I'm not ending up where I get off the treadmill, or you know, I'm, I'm done with my run and I'm like completely spent, and right. you know, it's it, it's not like I worked myself to that point where my body should feel the way it is. It's right. so it's a little frustrating. But I think, you know, it's just because I have to... I'm getting used to the longer miles on more of a consistent basis. It's not like shorter, 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 and then I'll throw a long one in there. I'm I'm trying to run... Well, um, you're doing
0: like seven miles a day now.
1: Yeah, I've been doing seven a day. And, you know, I think, I think it's just an adjustment period is basically what it is, which is I'm just going to have to deal with it. I'm going to have to learn. And, you know, like with anything else, it's going to just... Be a, a learning curve that I have to fight through.
0: That's dope as hell.
1: So, what is that? He's showing me a, a picture shirt. on uh, Matthew's on, from Instagram. It's a Matthew shirt. You know, I gotta say, oh, that, that's pretty cool. There's a white one, and there's PSE.
0: Does it say purists?
1: Crew rap. We have yeah, to get right? Doug
0: one that says that. <laughs> hey, hey, look, purists. it says Hoyt, purist.
1: You know, <laughs> I, I gotta say, I am not big on the jerseys for some of these. uh You're For not any of big them, big
0: on them because they're not fucking green. Very true. If Matthews changed your shit from yellow to green, you'd be like, "Oh, I want it."
1: I'd be fucking all over that shit.
0: Yeah, even PSC, you'd be like, oh, "I can't switch now."
1: Goddamn red, though. Come on. Yeah, everything for yep, yes. is right?
0: Yep, PSE Ben White. Yes, white red. Yes, Hoyt is red. That's yep. right. Yes, Hoyt's red. Mm-hmm. Yeah, PSE is red. Hoyt's red. Matthews is yellow.
1: Obsession is red.
0: Obsession is red.
1: Who the fuck is green? Martin. Really? <laughs> Jesus Christ, people. Come on. <laughs> Get on the goddamn green bandwagon. Wicksticks is green.
0: But no, you made your Wicksticks green.
1: No, look at their logo. Look at their jerseys. It's yeah, fucking they green. green. That's right. That is green. Yeah, about
0: to say Dan does a baller ass job of just making. Oh, you want your bow to look like this? Mm. I know,
1: I know my greens. I know my greens. Okay,
0: that's fine. Yes, Wickstick is green. Yep. Oh, and what's the other um, the peep site?
1: Precision peeps. Yes, they're there, they're they're green.
0: They're green, which is I still like their hat. And uh, what's that chick that they they sponsor? Ashley. She does a lot of Instagram stuff. She posts a lot of very very cool photos. <sighs>
1: So, that's that. I know we'll be keeping an eye on videos of who does updates on what. Mm-hmm. I know we'll be keeping an eye on Archery Talk because he's got a bunch of bows that he's doing long term of what he thinks.
0: Yeah, yeah. Of yeah. a lot of them. Definitely want to see what he thinks of the evokes. Definitely
1: and I gotta want say to see they, Looking sure. at their videos, it's, it's really good because it gives you an idea. It's a lot different than going to a shop trying one for you know a couple shots and that's it Mm -hmm. he actually has them for a while he uses them i mean it's it's longer term it's with his setup it's with you know all the accessories on it Mm -hmm. so especially if you can't get your hands on some of these bows like what we said before you know prime is one of those that we really don't run into ever so with something like that is that you can actually see from his point of view from him using stuff like this right of especially if you can't get near one mm-hmm. of of different aspects you know and he knows what he's talking about um, yeah, you know uh, yeah. it's he's been using different things he's been shooting these he, he does a very neutral standpoint which is very nice he doesn't have a a sided view on things well it's like i shoot this bow so i like this and i'm going to compare it to everything on this level for this bow yep he, exactly he just does it from a standpoint of okay what's the vibration what's the draw cycle what is this what is that how does it stat wise measure up i mean mm-hmm. so he's uh definitely a good one to look at i think so you know Plus are the ones that we always mention, bowhunting.com. dot com. Yes, Lancaster. Lancaster obviously. is also a really good one. He does really good videos. Mm-hmm. I mean simple videos that anyone can understand.
0: Well, they put it very down to earth. They don't they don't really try to like over well, you know, all all of them. I mean Archer Talk he really even though he's very te- detailed, it's all the specific numbers everyone's gonna simple be talk. interested. Yeah, it's not like, you know, engineering fucking no specs. And no. Like, you're not going to see like, oh, this cam has a 27 degree angle and blah, blah, blah. Fucking no one's going to understand it unless you're fucking Elon Musk. So.
1: And then he looks at us like, what? They could have written it in fucking crayon. You
0: simpleton. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What are you doing? Hand paintings on the wall in the cave?
1: God, if I was sitting next to Elon Musk, that's how I'd feel.
0: I would just sit there drooling. I'd be like, dude, you're Elon Musk, man.
1: Holy shit. No shit, bro. I feel dumb. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Is it true, you took acid and like came up with a fucking rocket design.
1: Honestly, the chain of evolution would be like we'd be the starting point, and he'd be like way in the future.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Want proof of time man. travel. Elon Musk is it? Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> so, or what's that other guy?
0: Which other guy? The Tutor? Time, the, Teeter. Tudor? Uh, John Teeter.
1: John Teeter. The tr- time traveler.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. They <laughs> lied. It was Elon Musk. You know.
1: Oh, man. No, he's smart enough he wouldn't tell anyone.
0: No, he probably wouldn't, you know. Well, he I mean, when he was on Rogan's podcast, they joked around with him like, are you a fucking alien?
1: <laughs> so,
0: you know, and then he hit that joint and watched Tesla's stock drop fucking $12 a share. You don't give a fuck. No, he doesn't. You please.
1: Know. He's me. smart enough to know when, when to, he can have leniency to do shit and not do shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Please. All these other... these. Dumb retards on the on the board. And they're like, oh no. Yeah, yeah, I know. Simpletons. Simpletons. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, I'm good.
0: Yeah, so am I. Um, so all right. We will uh be back next week for another episode. Uh if you've seen any products and videos that you had to uh or that you thought was a good product, let us know. Maybe we'll mention that in a future episode. So, but keep an eye, uh, uh, an eye out for all the new bows, new accessories, and all the new shit you're coming your way. Don't hate. Give it a try. Yeah. Because God knows there's enough hating bullshit in the
1: archery industry. And uh, have fun, folks.